as a key driver for innovation. Entrepreneurship is what employees do to innovate within a corporate framework, just like an entrepreneur does for his own startup. Welcome to Single Mall Leaders, where every week you get to listen where I distill my self-reflections and learnings from my own professional journey. Through each weekly episode, I bring to you career-related topics that are relatable in today's workplace to discuss the issues and possible solutions so that by the end of the episode, you have something easy to apply at your work to develop yourself into a better leader. That's what is this podcast all about. Did you know that 88% of Fortune 500 companies listed in 1955 are no longer listed some 60 years later because they merged, were acquired or in some cases either went bankrupt or are they are no longer significant. A simple but powerful approach to accelerating innovation is to leveraging existing resources within a company, its employees, and that's entrepreneurship. Last Friday, I happened to attend a webinar hosted by the CEO Lounge, and the topic was entrepreneurship. The topic was very intriguing, and when I read the creative brief, it cemented my decision to be the audience, and hence joined the webinar to really get to know the views of the three preeminent leaders in the panel, Dev Amritesh. Managing Director of Compass Group, Marzin Arshroff, Managing Director and CEO of Eureka Forbes, Nitin Seth, CEO of the New Mobility Division, Reliance Industries Limited. Now, I was eager to listen to what these leaders think about their own leaders inside the organization. Do they actually look inward for people dispassionately who are fueled by the passion of being an entrepreneur? And how would they create a framework within the organization so as to make them thrive? This was the sole reason I joined the webinar. And actually, I would be lying if I didn't say that the pull factor was Dev Amritesh who was in the panel. So Dev opened up the dialogue on entrepreneurship, activation of innovation, spirit of succeeding, culture and people. He said that when he researched in the la- for, in, for the last 50 or 80 years, there were many individuals and equally equal number of organizations. But it was individuals who started on their own and disrupted the space with innovation. And I completely echo his thought. Iconic brands also were created by individuals and some later bought by bigger pockets, scaled by growth, with increased capability infused. For example, KFC, Paradise Biryani, McD, Coca-Cola, Colgate and many more. When it is a war between individual and organization, individual one because of the disruptive innovation which he she brings as to the operations by great decision making and they are very very agile my aha moment was when nitin seth came up with an outstanding viewpoint that connected very deeply with me somewhere because i always had a thought about the structure to promote entrepreneurship in an organization It has to be spun off as an ancillary small company within a company. It needs to have a very small team, flat hierarchy with a different office setup, no interference from the parent company, should be given a little big runway to operate, not to be looked at profitability regularly, but should be looked and judged on the innovation and disruption it's working on. Large organizations lack agility, speed of execution with big hierarchies approval committees, just like bureaucratic red tapism. 
and by the time the innovation is presented finer details worked out and approval comes in the market has started to change consumer behaviors have changed and by then a startup would emerge who would create a market for themselves and rapidly scale and that's why the growth in large organizations are slightly lesser and more in startups let's take an example let me attempt this example actually we have two iconic automotive brands in india tata motors and mahindra automotives both the founders of these organizations have diversified into various other businesses hence they have deep pockets expertise and can scale massively now look at this tata had a car called indica and mahindra had a car called logan and both these companies have a technology company called tata consultancy services and tech mahindra under their umbrella even after that ola uber and miru found a huge market in india and are operating now had these massive companies had a disruptive vision to venture out into mobility cab hire market would it not be disruptive enough think about it when miru cabs launched in india they picked up mahindra logan cars only miru was operating in all the metro cities and let me tell you as on may 2021 miru cabs now completely has been acquired by mahindra group this would be run as a separate entity as a subsidiary company of mahindra when large organization think about their core product company vision and goal leadership here would be cautious about innovation and risk appetite nitin said actually touched the core element and has acknowledged the hindrances that large organizations face and it was also refreshing that he is preaching what he is talking about as the ceo of the new mobility division of reliance industries the largest organization in india as he is trying to run his own division the way of entrepreneurship further the conversation dwells into where do we look for people for entrepreneurship and what is the essential quality of that person the only the only quality that was discussed was attitude attitude for the person's ability to move forward with the same passion in spite of failure did he try and think differently from the customer point of view was he able to keep his team fueled and charged up to move ahead is a unique quality that entrepreneur should have but in my opinion the below 3 also matters when creating entrepreneurs aptitude for innovation and appetite for risk taking entrepreneur should be able to spot the pain points customers have and spin innovation around them with solutions along with a strong belief in data data analysis have a risk taking attitude with regards to investment decisions and strategic actions under certain situations of uncertainty next is competitively aggressive and challenges status quo a propensity to directly and intensely challenge his organization and its competitors to achieve entry or to improve position and last is my my favorite problem spotter and solver now where do we find them where do we find these entrepreneurs for which marzen stroff's direction was an again a unique one failed startups every year we have about 8 to 10 startups coming out out of which 8 fail and these founders can be the best entrepreneurs because they learned what went wrong and has experience of failure which is the biggest lesson one could have to move ahead and also that in even after a failure does he still eat live sleep his passion 
Now that was really insightful for me. In addition to this, if we look inward into the existing companies, we have employees who innovate within the corporate framework who are not recognized as they do not come to the forefront as they are not put under the spotlight and they can also be a best people for being entrepreneurs leaders should actually listen we all have colleagues who have a contra viewpoint as their ideas and thinking is not confined to the box in which the corporate operates such employees can also be ideal for entrepreneurship if the employee has the right attitude and passion for disruptive innovation in my viewpoint and through my own experience in hospitality entertainment qsr and and contract uh, food catering i have seldom seen people who struggle to make a mark for themselves when working as a part of the large team but given an individual responsibility they surprise everyone around with their brilliance this is where i truly believe that managers leaders and hr should look for such talents within their organization and look at them as entrepreneurs i was lucky enough to spot talents like this when i was with entertainment industry and qsr and they actually gave a boost to their own careers and gave one mind too moving forward what culture should be fostered as ignition for entrepreneurship now here ceo should cascade the new vision and promote it with non interference as it has to be done regularly some sort of governance can be worked out but should not enforce ideas and let them work independently create a secure bubble within the organization for innovation to boom because when any higher up in the organization talks there are chances it could be brushed but when a ceo gives his voice to promote entrepreneurship it at once become a very credible vision to be executed it's a choice between incremental growth and disruptive growth basis which companies would look at adopting the entrepreneurship within the organization there is no doubt that this could differ from an fmcg to an hospitality to an automotive or a petrochemical and many others but it when when it comes to a choice between incremental or disruption i believe the new model of entrepreneurship should be tested as a separate small companies who knows it could be the next big thing so let me quickly break down the above discussed subjects into short pearls of insights number 1 entrepreneurship describes a people centric bottom up approach to developing radical innovations in house established corporations are looking for ways to innovate historically the focus often lies outside the organizations corporations buy merge or partner with established innovation companies to increase market share and competitiveness as they often find it challenging to create such radical innovations in house entrepreneurship puts the people of the organization in the center and supports them in creating developing and scaling their existing ideas number 2 entrepreneurship pays off many times over in terms of company growth culture and talent now entrepreneurship fosters proactively and positions corporations as industry leaders with creative leeway for its workforce while many employees tend to do their work by the book corporation with entrepreneurial mindset employees 
see the benefits ranging from elevating the top line, breeding talent, gaining a competitive uh, advantage, boosting company culture, growing bottom line and cutting time to market. Number three, it's not about creating entrepreneurs. It's about finding and recognizing them. Building an entrepreneurial culture is not about creating intrapreneurs. They already exist within the organization. They just need to be discovered and encouraged. A recent study found that more than 20% of all employees exhibited a, a, at least some entrepreneurial activity. Ignoring their efforts or even preventing them from realizing their ideas because they seem different from the normal way of working results in decreasing entrepreneurial activities and less attraction to such talent. Number four, entrepreneur knows the rules and breaks them effectively. There is a broad agreement about one common denominator. Intrapreneurs are driven by an intrinsic motivation to change the status quo, be it of a specific process, product or a routine. This intrinsic motivation sets them apart from other employees in the corporation. Being motivated to achieve a, a self-set goal Intrapreneurs not only generate an idea, but develop a long-term vision and plan to implement the idea in order to see it bloom or blossom. Insight number five. Intrapreneurship requires a different management approach. In, you know, um, that an intrapreneur's skill set and intrinsic motivation strongly differ from an average employee. And consequently, they require a different management approach. Support autonomy and responsibility, motivation and incentives, resources, compensation, communication, structure and process in order to create a healthy entrepreneurial or intrapreneurial environment. I would also like to quote the top 10 commandments by Gifford Pinchot, Intrapreneuring, Harper and Rowe, 1985. Number one, work underground or in a protective bubble long because publicity triggers the corporate immune system. Remember, it is easier to ask for forgiveness than for permission. Do any job needed to make your project work regardless of your job description. Follow your intuition about the people you choose and work only with the best. Circumvent any orders aimed at stopping your dream. Find people to help you. Never bet on a race unless you're running it. Be true to your goals, but realistic about the ways to achieve them. Honor your sponsors. Come to work every day willing to be fired. It's a refreshing subject with conflicting views, but the message was loud and clear on the way forward. There are so many ways for us to learn, whether that is through regular conversations with the mentor you aspire to be like, reading books, attending webinars, or listening to podcasts like this one, Single Malt Leaders. So here's what I want you to do this week. I want you to subscribe to this podcast. I don't want you to do this for me. I want you to do this for you. Believe me, there is no monetization motive here. These episodes are absolutely free for you to listen. There is a coaching and mentoring motive, however. I want you to be the best leader you can be and my gift to you is the opportunity to learn. Thank you for tuning into another interesting episode on Single Mort Leaders. I make it a point to give you folks simple lessons where you can apply at your piece of work, making a step change to being a better leader. See you next week.